Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. This week's report is a continuation of last week's. I will address the issue of forgiveness for those who have taken the vaccine already. Some have panicked over learning that the vaccines are a process of marking for the beast. Don't panic and keep listening. But first... There is more that people need to understand about this process that has to do with the right hand. There are many scriptures related to the right hand. And last week I talked about the right hand, the actual appendage with the thumb and forefingers below the wrist. I did this to show how the right hand can receive the mark of the beast either by taking something grasping it with one's right hand or by putting the right hand forward to receive something in the right hand so with or in the right hand this is a very narrow view of what Yahweh meant when he said right hand in the beginning The first instance of the idiom, right hand, is found in Genesis 13.9. Genesis 13.9 says, Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself, I pray you, from me. If you will take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. This shows us that the original definition of the idiom right hand is directional, not personal. Abram was speaking to Lot, asking him to choose a direction so that they could separate their flocks. By the way, that's what's happening now with the uh, sheep and the goats being separated. Abram was doing nothing with his hand that has the thumb and forefingers, and neither was Lot. They were separating sheep in a direction to the right or to the left hand. Yahweh expanded this idiom to have a spiritual meaning in Genesis 48 verses 13 and 14. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand, and brought them nearer to him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hands wittingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. The right hand of Israel stretched forth at the end of an outstretched arm now conveys the family blessing and birthright, which is both a spiritual and physical provision. The physicality of the right hand becomes important again in Exodus 14.22. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The wall of water 
was not just at the right hands of the people crossing the Red Sea on dry ground. It wasn't just that that wall of water uh, was only as big as the appendage with the thumb and the four fingers, but that it included the entire right side of each individual as they passed through the sea. The wall of water extended above their heads on the right hand, their entire right side, and also on their left. Again, this is directional. Another expanded spiritual definition was made by Yahweh in Deuteronomy 5.32 And you shall observe to do therefore as Yahweh your Elohim has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. This is a spiritual designation having to do with not deviating from his instructions. There are 167 instances in scripture from Genesis to Revelation of the right hand. Dozens of them refer to the idiom of the entire right side and to its spiritual meaning of not turning to the right hand or to the left. And I I bring this up to expand your awareness of what John was really talking about in Revelation 13:16 John was using this right hand as an idiom and not as a reference to a particular body part the appendage from the wrist that has a thumb and four fingers Christian doctrine has interpreted too narrowly the mark going on the right hand the right hand involves the entire right side of the body particularly the arm The use of the right hand as meaning only the below the wrist appendage with the thumb and four fingers is much less common in scripture than the wider use of right side in the physical sense which means all of the right side of a human being. I showed you last week that the mark is the Greek word charagma which comes from the Greek word charex Karagma means a scratch or etching. Karagma has something to do with a sharpened point. A vaccine injection fits these words as well as a palisade does. What is a palisade? A palisade is crisscrossed logs with sharpened endpoints. You should understand at this point that an injection needle sharpened sharp on the end on its point into the arm qualifies as a karagma, a mark. The particular mark that John spoke of was one that is received voluntarily and which puts you under the authority of the one who is vaccinating you. The world organization which is vaccinating everyone on earth is the United Nations World Health Organization. It looks like the governments are doing it, but they're doing it under the instructions of the WHO. This is the beast of Revelation 13 verses 1 to 10, and Israel is leading the way 
from verses 11 to 18. But there is another spiritual meaning to the mark as well. To go to the right hand or the left means to deviate from Yahweh's commandments. Now, and the world has three religions which deviate from Yahweh's law a lot. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. In this sense, there is a religious and even political aspect to the mark of the beast. I find it interesting that it is the religious right in both Israel and the U.S. that are pushing the vaccines, starting with the rightist Trump administration. Biden on the left is obliged to follow through with the vaccine program, but make no mistake, the COVID vaccine fits the religious rights agenda in both the Jewish Israeli political state and the U.S. uh, evangelical and charismatic one. Both of these are religiously and politically to the right. Yahweh told us not to go in that direction. Do not go to the right hand. Islam is following suit now. No jab, no hajj is the new call from Saudi Arabia. Health authorities in Saudi Arabia have said that any Muslim wanting to perform the annual hajj pilgrimage to Mecca will first need to provide proof that they have been vaccinated against COVID-19. Saudi Arabia's health ministry confirmed the decision in a statement on Tuesday saying that vaccinations would be the main condition for participation after health minister Tafik al-Rabia said compulsory vaccination would be required for all pilgrims. All Muslims who can perform Hajj are required to do so at least once in their lifetime. The pilgrimage is comprised of a five-day series of rituals attended by two million people in and around Mecca, the spiritual home of Islam. Muslims believe the rituals offer a chance to wipe clean past sins and start anew before God. So now think about this for a minute. I have been wondering how the beast would compel the Muslims. How is Israel basically going to compel the Muslims who are notoriously belligerent against anyone telling them what to do? How are they going to get them to take the mark of the beast? Well, John the Revealer told us that all would take the mark But how would the Muslims fall in line? This has been my question. Well, the Saudis just answered the question for us. They just made the mark of the beast an Islamic religious requirement. Without the mark, Muslims cannot worship. The sign of what constitutes the mark of the beast is no mere vaccine. The sign that the jab is the mark of the beast is not limited to the right hand below the wrist in or with the appendage with the thumb and four fingers. No, what constitutes the vaccine as the mark of the beast is that no one can participate in the economics of one's government. No buying, no selling. No jab, no job, and now, no jab, no hodge, are specific 
to the power that the beast of the United Nation gives to the second beast of Revelation, the Judeo-Christian beast. Revelation 13.12 says the Judeo-Christian beast will exercise all of the power of the first beast. In other words, a time is coming when the Jews and Christians will have the power to start making people get vaccinated in the right arm and receive verification of that in their literal right hand when they hold Israel's new green mark phone app or the vaccination certificate. Well, the time is no longer coming. It is here. Last week's report made some people upset. Some heard the message and panicked because some in Hebrew roots and Messianic Judaism have already been vaccinated. They thought that means they cannot be forgiven of taking the COVID karagma, the COVID mark. So I want to clarify what I said last week and show you why initially their fears are unfounded. First, what I said was that achieving having been marked requires one to continue with the process to its completion. Being marked is not an event. It is a step-by-step process where people will become trapped like flies in amber if they do not continue taking more vaccinations. However, stopping the vaccinations after even getting the first one or two could have dire consequences, which I will speak about in a minute. But I want to go to two statements that I made which uphold Yahweh's definition of what will happen to those who take the final mark. The first statement I made was, the problem is that once a person puts himself under the beast's authority, there is no getting out from under it, and it will culminate in worshiping the image of the beast. It will be the worshiping of the image of the beast that Yahweh will see as denying Yeshua as King, God, and Savior. And the second was, this begs the question if one is able to take the mark, but not worship the beast and his image. The answer is no. If you take the mark, you will worship the beast and his image. These two actions go together everywhere that this is spoken of in the book of Revelation. Yahweh is telling his people that one will 100% lead to the other because these two actions are always seen together in the book of Revelation. Those who have already been vaccinated and are now fearful about their salvation need to understand a Torah principle of grace and mercy that is built into the Torah. The first five chapters of Leviticus is about sins of ignorance. There is no forgiveness for deliberate sin in the sacrifices, only for sins of ignorance. This is important. And one of the reasons Yahweh is letting this roll out as a process is to still give people time to repent once they find out the path they're on and what it means. Sins of ignorance are always forgiven, as stipulated in Leviticus chapters 1 through 5. But forgiveness of deliberate rebellious sin happens only at the whim of the king. 
Yahweh did not forgive certain generations in the Tanakh and he prophesied that there would be some whom he would not forgive of the deliberate and rebellious sins they committed. Joshua 24:19 says, and Joshua said to the people, you cannot serve Yahweh for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. Mark 11:26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. In Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 16, chapter 11:14 and chapter 14, verse 11, Yahweh won't even let Jeremiah pray for the Jews anymore. And we know that blaspheming the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Yahweh is our king. And when we deliberately rebel against him and then want to return to his good graces, we have to throw ourselves on the king's mercy. He will then decide at that time if he is willing to forgive. But because Yahweh is full of mercy for his people... He will forgive until he's had enough. So let's go back to Joshua 24 and read about that in context. And Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forsake your transgressions nor your sins if you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods. Then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he has done you good. Joshua was was giving his final address to the nation before his death, just as Moses had. And Joshua warned the Israelites that Yahweh's patience with them worshiping other gods would be short. The mark of the beast is the sign that you worship another god. As I said last week, Yeshua came to forgive us for all of Israel's image, worship, and idolatry from the time of the golden calf. But the time has come now for judgment, not forgiveness. So where does that leave those who have started but have not finished the marking process? Well, it leaves them in the same place as those who sinned through ignorance. What happens when someone sins through ignorance? They are required to repent. Repentance. I say this with confidence, which I know that I know that I know, comes from Yahweh because no one knew until February 21st, 2021, if this COVID vaccine would somehow turn into a way for the Judeo-Christian beast to give people the mark of the World Health Organization beast. We did not know. We suspected. I reported that I suspected. But before that, People were getting vaccinated. People who have believed all their lives that vaccines are a good thing. Undoubtedly, many of the people who were vaccinated were also not paying attention to all the warnings given by the medical and scientific community worldwide. Or they hopefully would have hesitated until further information was forthcoming. Most people in the world also do not read (laughs) Beast Watch News. 
And I have always believed that is by Yahweh's design because he only calls his remnant. Beastwatch News is a remnant news broadcast. However, if you want to warn your family, I suggest you send them what I have been writing since last March, particularly last week's report and this one. They likely won't agree with the kingdom doctrines I write about, but they will at least be warned not to take any more vaccines and to repent of the ones they've taken. And if you have taken a vaccine, just know that you took it in ignorance and the process of being marked is not complete. Repent and don't take any more injections. Now, there are consequences if you don't take more of the injections, namely that the next time you encounter a strain or mutant strain of COVID, you have a higher chance of dying from the disease. The COVID vaccine does not protect you from COVID reinfection and may cause immune system hypersensitivity, meaning that the next time your immune system is triggered, it could cause your death because your own immune system will kill you. TheLancet.com, which is a medical journal, says the possibility for a new variant to, flu- to fuel rather reinfections has been highlighted by researchers in Brazil. Indeed, research published this week by researchers in Oxford, yet to be peer-reviewed, revealed that people who had recovered from COVID showed T-cell activity towards new variants, including the South African variant. But, in general, their antibodies were less able to neutralize the Kent and South African variant than the original coronavirus variant, suggesting a potentially lower level of defense. A study about to be published in the Journal of Infection found that 33 people thought to have caught COVID for a second time. One died and 12 were hospitalized. It was actually 12.1% or 4 people of the 33 who needed treatment in hospital. The problem is that no one knows what will happen with reinfections because this is the first clinical trial of this experimental treatment that no one on the planet signed up for, which violates the Nuremberg Code. I have repeatedly reported that there is a great reset and other agendas behind the release of this Wuhan virus, even to the point of explaining that this DNA-changing gene therapy is designed to fulfill what Yeshua said about the days of Noah. What was going on in the days of Noah that was different than all other times on the earth. I mean, the violence, the marrying and giving in marriage and, and the eating and being married and all that stuff, was that different then than it is now? No. Or was it different than it was in Yeshua's time? No. There is one thing that was different from the days of Noah to now, and that is about the Nephilim. There were Nephilim afoot. This injection is not a vaccine. There is no live or dead virus in it. There are other things, including nanobots, 
but no live or dead virus, people don't understand and seem unable to believe that this injection is Satan's way of bringing Nephilim back to the earth in these end of days, in these end times, in these days of Noah, just as he and his demons did to the earth before Noah's flood. This sounds too fantastical and too way out there. But I'm telling you the difference between the situations in Noah's time and now are not the levels of violence and the eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. No, it's the return of the Nephilim. But this time, demons won't be having sex with women. This time, they're simply going to alter the DNA of all humans that they inject with the DNA-altering technology to make them into something that Yahweh cannot recognize as his creation. In the days of Noah... The demons created Nephilim with all the women of the earth in order to stop the line of the Messiah Yeshua from being able to come forgive humans for breaking his laws from the time of Adam. This time they want to make it so Yeshua won't have any humans. You know, people that he recognizes as redeemable and ingatherable left on the earth. Satan and his globalist servants want 100% of humanity to be changed into something other than what Yahweh intended and that change will make humanity a lost cause to Yahweh. That's how Satan plans to defeat Yahweh and become like Yahweh sitting on Yahweh's throne. So the process is not finished. If you have taken the first injection or even the first round of two injections, just know that there is still a way of escape because you did it out of ignorance. But also know that your chances of not surviving another COVID infection does increase. But better death and to gain the kingdom than to continue with the injections and end up being tormented in a lake of fire for all eternity. Make the right choice. Choose life, not the curse. Now, I want to do something I rarely do, and I, which is that I'm going to interview our teacher of the Jeremiah study, Jaco van der Merve. So here I have with me Jaco van der Merwe, which is the teacher of the Jeremiah Bible study. Uh, if you're on going over to uh, tabernacleofdavidrestored.com, you will be uh, hearing his, um, his Jeremiah teaching. And that has a lot to do with what's happening in the end of days and actually being able to understand what is happening in the end of days. So I'm going to uh, let... Yako, tell us about what he thinks of this COVID vaccine as the mark of the beast. Hello, everybody. So the question being asked is, is this vaccine the mark of the beast? Now, the answer is simple, yes or no. But unfortunately, it's not that easy because of scripture telling us that those who worship the beast and have the mark 
or those that will be punished by Yeshua by burning in the lake of fire. But the scripture is easy to understand and clear and the enemy knows this. So for our purpose and what's happening today, we cannot just say yes or no. And maybe it's not a good answer. So the suggestion being made is this is not the mark of the beast, but it will lead up to the mark of the beast. I'm going to ask the question again. So is this the mark of the beast, yes or no? If this leads up to the mark of the beast, then this is the mark of the beast. Uh, but now the problem is, so somebody takes the vaccine, and now he has the mark of the beast, and he will be punished and cannot have salvation. Again, this is not just a cut and dry answer, because the scripture says, those who worship the beast. Now, at this point, we don't worship anything to take the mark. But the scripture doesn't say that you have to deny Yeshua to take the mark. Well, the what I said earlier in the program is that because this is a process, we now know it's a process. Israel has called it the mark. Uh, it has the hallmarks of the mark because it's being tied to your economic participation. So it's the mark by the definition of the book of Revelation. However, it has not yet culminated in an actual mark that you have on the back of your hand or in your forehead. You've gotten a jab on your right side, right hand side, which is in your arm, which qualifies, can qualify, but it's not all the way, you're not all the way marked yet. And what I have told people is that in Leviticus, the first five chapters is all about sins of ignorance. And I believe that Yahweh making this into a process, this is not an event where everybody just lines up. The lining up is or an event that will happen after so many vaccinations have been taken that it changes people's DNA so that they're willing to do that. But before you get to that point, like those people who are in Christianity or Hebrew roots or Messianic Judaism who believe in the medical system, but they also believe in Yeshua, uh, and they have now taken a vaccination or even a full round of vaccinations they're at the beginning of the process and they did it out of ignorance because this thing was only named by Israel as the mark less than two weeks ago so people who who did not otherwise know any different Yahweh will have grace for them who who keep his commandments and who have the testimony of Yeshua. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, what Revelation says, I want to read it, uh, verse 13. Revelation 13, verse 17. Even that, that any might buy or sell, except those having the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of the beast. And this basically gives us an understanding. There's three things, three options, or, or follow-up happenings. It, it can be procedural. Mm-hmm. Take the mark, then the next mark, which is the name, and then the next is the number. Right. All three qualify as the mark of, of the beast. Yes, and I'm going to submit to you that two of them have already been fulfilled. First was the jab, 
And then the second was that you received your passport with the name and the official stamp of the government under which you got the jab. Would you say that that, that works too? Absolutely, yes. That can qualify for it. All that needs to happen now is they put the tattoo with a barcode on you and it could be an invisible tattoo either on the hand or the forehead and that will qualify as the mark of the beast. Yes, and that barcode is uh, the number of the beast. See, we're, we've gotten stuck on 666, but I will also submit that now what Yako just said, it's your personal barcode that you will get that is the mark of the beast and your personal relationship with the beast. You know, we have to have a personal relationship with Yeshua to be in his kingdom. And his mark is the Sabbath. We keep the Sabbath because Exodus 31.13 says that that is the sign between him and us that we are his people. That we know that he is our God. Okay? But the mark of the beast is the same idea. You have a personal mark, i.e. relationship, which is not really a relationship, but you have a, a sort of relationship with the beast and it comes to you in a special mark designed only for you because nobody else can have your number that's given to you by the beast which by the way is pretty similar to when everybody gets into the kingdom and everybody gets their own special new name that everybody's going to get which nobody else will have does that sound uh, good to you? Absolutely. We know that Satan mimics. He takes what Yahweh put in the scripture and he creates a copy of it that looks very similar. We, we found that in Judaism and, and the Hebrew Roots movement. And we know about the anti-Messiah, false Messiah, or the Jewish Messiah, as they call him, that will arise and the picture look a lot like King Messiah Yeshua, second coming, where he's going to save the Jewish people. So, based on that principle of creating a copy of the truth, again, the mark of the beast is going to create a copy of the what it looks like. Yes, yeah, so uh, earlier though, we were talking about being forgiven, and one of the things before we started this interview was that you were talking about uh, the child sacrifices that are associated with this uh, vaccination. And you mentioned that Manasseh, King Manasseh, was forgiven of child sacrifice. Absolutely. Let's, before we say King Manasseh, King Ahaz was first. Jewish king guilty of this and as Isaiah went to him and basically gave him an option to turn to Yahweh and trust in Yahweh and he rejected it and went to the Assyrians he was not forgiven but again we had King Manasseh that was guilty of child sacrifice by all worship and destroying the temple and he ignored Yahweh's priests and, and prophets that came to him to tell him the truth and eventually Yahweh had him taken to uh, Babylon and he realized Yahweh is the true God and he repented of his sins and he was forgiven according to scripture and that includes child sacrifice because this mark of the beast I mean those who listened to Kimberly's Beast Watch last week he's explained how aborted babies cells are used within the vaccine now basically child sacrifice is 
the foundation of this whole process. So partaking in a vaccine is partaking in child sacrifice. Right. That's the main thing. Um, if NASA can have forgiveness for destroying the temple, child sacrifice, and even not listening to God's prophets. If you take this vaccine without knowing this is the mark of the beast, and you come to realize this is the mark of the beast, and you stop whatever the process is about these vaccines, and you repent, you will be forgiven. Yeah, I believe that too. And we've had people who have been become very scared that the vaccine they've already taken has forever um, altered their eternal destiny and I don't believe that's so. I don't believe that is the case until it is well known and common knowledge that this is uh, associated with the beast government, the United Nations, World Health Organization, and that it is marking you as a citizen or something similar to that, maybe not even that far, but somewhere along the line, people will realize what this is, don't you think? Absolutely, especially the Christians uh, with the whole thing about buying and selling the moment they cannot buy and sell they will make the connection and say something's wrong I cannot take this and this is going to escalate them eventually being forced and pushed into camps and that's what scripture says of what will happen those who don't flee will be captured or killed Right, and that see that's the reason why you're seeing this rollout in Israel, uh, because uh, in America, uh, see, in amongst the Jews, they don't have this understanding that there is a mark of the beast coming. That is a Christian doctrine found in the New Testament only. Now. In America and around the world, in the Ephraimite nations, however, those people know about the mark. So they're going to be very careful in the West to not associate this with buying and selling. That's why they're already calling for a third vaccination to further alter people's DNA so that it will change their brains and cause them to want more vaccines. And if wanting the vaccines was the only thing, it's still fine. But let's discuss what happened to us in Judaism. Many people within the Hebrew Roots movement and Messianic movement lost friends and family that left the faith, walked into Judaism and denied Yeshua. Now, the people in our group were people that really loved Yeshua with all their heart and they lived for him. And they started to investigate Judaism and they started to read the Talmud and over time with the continual study they started to be unsure if Yeshua is the Messiah up until the point where they reject him and what we found is this is not intellectual anymore here we have it becomes emotional we are dealing here with antichrist spirit it's yeah. demonic yeah oh you know what I had not put that together but that is good because that was a process. You begin investigating or you begin just dabbling in something and then it changes you to the point where you are willing to deny Yeshua. And that's where uh, when you then deny Yeshua, which doesn't say in Revelation that you know denying Yeshua is required. Just the fact that you uh, go that direction and take the mark, that's all it takes. But people will deny Yeshua, won't they? Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. And like I said again, what we experience with the Judaizers and getting involved in Judaism, dealing with the Antichrist spirit, as they keep taking these vaccines, they're going to start to question the coming of Messiah. 
I think Peter speaks about this in the last days there will be scoffers and they're going to ask where is this Messiah coming where is the last days and then they're going to start to trust more in the beast system because then they can buy and sell and survive rather than removing ourselves completely from the system because we cannot buy and sell we have to rely on nature to, to, to take care of us up until the point where the beasts are given power to kill us and how do I get this um, scripture especially revelation where you start to read and 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 it's not chronological John was of a Hebrew mindset and Hebrew mindset is not linear so that means when you read the word and even though it's written in Greek the ands is not chronological it can be moved to the beginning or the end of what's happening and we find that in the later stadium of the paragraph and and the smoke of the torment group up forever and ever and they have no rest day or night those who worship the beast and the image and and the third angel once you have the ands it doesn't like go back to chapter 13 it says and they will receive the mark the, the, receiving the mark can be far in the beginning before the angel come where we read in Revelation now it's after the angel come for instance right if we think that Revelation is chronological we will make this mistake that's what's happening if you speak to people yes um, yeah, yeah and so um, even uh, this what's going to happen with the taking of the mark of the beast as people go further and further into the process um, getting their DNA altered and all and then uh, wondering you know well just where is this Messiah look how well we're doing uh, Paul talked about it in Thessalonians the, the falling away before the arrival of the Antichrist and the falling away started in 2010 when people started to walk into Hebrew roots then Messianic then Judaism it's a process yeah. now again we started with the vaccinations and it's continuing and they brainwash people to believe in the vaccine and as the people take the vaccine they're going to start to share how wonderful it is and what it can do for you curing you from all illnesses probably even as far as you will live longer and people will change their trust in Yahweh up until the beast the government system that will extend their lives for instance Spiritually, I believe that the Antichrist spirit will cause people to rethink the whole faith we have. And it will end up, by the time the beast comes, people will start to worship the beast and deny Yeshua's Messiah. Wow. I think that is a very uh, succinct um, commentary there that's very good. Thank you, Yako. And we should not ostracize people taking the mark. A lot of people take this mark without understanding what it is. But what we need to do now is keep an eye on them, pray for them, because what will happen, they have to deny Yeshua as well and worship the beast. Okay, so when you say taking the mark, you mean the vaccines, right? That's right, yes. Okay. So when people take the vaccine and they are in the congregation, as long as they don't deny Yeshua, they're fine. But this mark eventually will cause them to deny Yeshua so when they find their fault they will repent and they will be like always or they will take the mark and continue with this and when the separation happens with the buying and selling they will start to, to, to tell on the people that doesn't have the mark and that will be the separation point
Thank you, Yako. I appreciate you joining me for this special recording just for this Beast Watch news. And I hope everybody will send this out around the world because we now have additional duties to do for our brethren who have taken the vaccine. We need to not toss them out of our uh, fellowships. We need to wait for them to bear the fruit. Yeshua said we will know people by their fruit. If they repent and they're still bearing his good fruit, then we know that they have been forgiven. But if they don't repent or if they continue taking the vaccines and then, you know, they uh, decide that they don't believe in Yeshua anymore, then that is another issue. Uh, and I've spoken about that before, about when people deny Yeshua, then you have to cut them free. This week... Israel's Netanyahu announced that the vaccines may have to be taken every six months. He said, the two vaccines that you and every one of us received are only good for a limited period. They didn't tell people that. Nobody knows how long they will last. We have to prepare for the possibility that in the pessimistic scenario, the vaccination has to be repeated every six months. Folks, no vaccine has ever needed booster shots every six months. Why do they need everyone to keep getting vaccines? Netanyahu says again, in another half a year, you don't have any more vaccines and the virus could return. And then you're in an endless round of more lockdowns, more illness, more death, and more closing of the economy. Oh, there it is. The vaccines do not stop the disease. And if you don't keep taking the booster shots, everyone will have to be locked down again. The admission and the threat. People have seen that their governments can inflict pain over a disease that has a 99% plus survivability rate by locking down the economy. This alone should tell you that this new situation is associated with the mark of the beast. No mark or vaccine. No economy. And everyone goes to jail in their own homes. This threat from Netanyahu also incentivizes those who have had the vaccines to harass those who have not. It turns out in another article that the mRNA vaccines are reprogrammable. Here is an excerpt from Time.com. The invention of easily reprogrammable RNA vaccines was a lightning fast triumph of human ingenuity. But it was based on decades of curiosity driven research into one of the most fundamental aspects of life on planet Earth. How genes are transcribed into RNA that tell cells what proteins to assemble. Likewise, CRISPR gene editing technology came from understanding the way that bacteria use snippets of RNA to guide enzymes to destroy viruses. 
the purpose of the more frequent booster shots is not because the previous shot becomes ineffective after a while, like the lying great resetters say. No, those things are ineffective anyway. No, it's for the purpose of continuing the programming from the prior vaccines that are put in you when you voluntarily line up to be vaccinated. They are telling us the truth in plain sight and people are not understanding it. The adenovirus vaccine that started from China is thought by many to not be gene therapy. Well, let's look at that. The main differences between mRNA vaccines like Pfizer and Moderna and adenovirus vector vaccines are the genetic material they use and the delivery method into your cells. The difference between the two vaccines isn't that the adenovirus vaccine does not use genetic material because it does. And it is even more invasive than Pfizer and Moderna's vaccines. The mRNA vaccines use mRNA while vector vaccines use DNA to alter your DNA. Now comes Johnson & Johnson with the same delivery method as the Chinese viral vector adenovirus DNA invading technology. People are thinking this vaccine is safe and are considering taking it rather than the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Folks, both types of vaccines mess with your DNA. Do you really want the Great Resetters doing that to you? There are no safe COVID vaccines. All of them do alter your DNA using CRISPR technology, which is designed for only one purpose, to change your DNA. That's enough. And please be sure to go to News, News, and Prophecy this week for more headlines fulfilling Bible prophecy. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.